yeah, I didn't have a father, you know, and, and, and that breaks my heart, you know, but um, I, I'm, I'm going to cling to the cross. I'm going to cling to Christ and I'm going to submit to him. And I know he'll make my path straight. He'll provide that counsel to me. He'll send the people in the right time to be able to be that for me. Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating social norms and overrunning the cultural corrosion with righteous rhetoric and common sense. This is Overflow, the extended conversation covering life, today's newsbreakers, and the occasional banter with the most interesting members of the human species. Signaling from the conservative chasm of Central Valley, California, it's the outlaws your conscience warned you about. Let's welcome your hosts, Loto and Phil Bill. What's going on, family? Welcome back to Overflow EXT. It is number 40. Wow. Man. Man. Phil, yeah. what you got on my 40, bro? Uh, 42, your memory. <laughs> Who knows that one? Uh, right. Who knows that Throwback. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> 40, bro. Yes, 40. Uh, uh, they want to say it's a midlife crisis. Of, no, everything is the best prime part time. Uh, prime yeah, part, right? yeah, that's that's amazing, bro. Yeah, so I guess overflow is in the mid mid uh, life crisis. But <laughs> seriously, forty. They say forty is the new twenty and all that uh-huh. stuff, you know. But yeah, I'm still stunned, bro. But praise God, there's a lot you could do with forty ounces. I'm, I heard that from Philville. Anyways, okay, okay. Speaking of hearing from Philville, Philville, let's yep. drop the drip. All right. Woke at the box office. Yes, Pixar dropping some bombs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and then an update with Mr. Elon Musk himself. Uh, he's going into a fight. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and then, yes, we got to talk about the tragedy and the submarine. Yes, uh, man. And the headlines. And then World War happening, yes, across the world, but also, too, is taking place war on women, yeah. war on uh, civil rights, and we got to talk about war on justice and the Durham uh, reports, yeah. uh, reprimand, mm-hmm. all that and the above. And then I'm looking forward to this segment, too, with a special rep- on-the-scene reporter from down in L.A. concerning yes. the Dodgers. Yep. And also the extended conversation with a very special friend of here. Awesome. Uh, yes. A longtime friend. Can't wait. Yeah, can't wait with, uh, you know who? Brandon Daniels. Yes, and that. The and, man. Yeah, a whole lot more here on Overflow EXT Podcast. And a lot of a lot of things taking place, man. I, man, there's so much to catch mm-hmm. up on. But I know that you've been celebrating some wins uh, with God. a great dear sister of yours. Uh, yes. Who's that? So, Sister Maria, thank you, everybody. Thank you, family, for praying for Maria Quintero. Man, we uh, we asked you guys to pray for her and her family. She was the one that was in the hospital, bro, with the uh, blood condition. Uh, her platelet counts, uh, for those that don't know, you know, you want to at least have 150,000 when it comes to that count. Yes. She got all the way down, you know, to about 6,000. She woke up with bruises. They went to the hospital to see what's going on. That's when they found out something wasn't right. Uh, their account went all the way down to 1,000 last week, bro. That's when I, I had bought it to the, to, you know, to the family and asked everybody for prayer. And, uh, she was stuck there. And then her account went into the basement, bro. It mm. went into the negative. Yeah. So it got really scary, man. I, I was checking up on Harvey because, you know, for us, you know, we get to pray and then we get to go home, bro, to our wives, you yeah. know, he, he, he has, he had to walk that journey with her, you know, and so, Man, you know, well, long story short, today, folks, thank you for praying again. Yes. 
That thing got up to 190,000, yes. brother. Oh, praise, praise God, God you know? Yes. I was telling Harvey, I was like, man, Maria's going to have to like start donating platelets probably after this, you know? <laughs> but yeah, awesome. Big, huge W, man, for yeah. the Quintero family, man. And for, you know, for all of us, man. She's such a great, you know, uh, uh, team member, you know, when it comes to going and ministering to not not just JJC youth, but youth everywhere, bro. So yeah, and that's, we're excited, man. Yeah, it's very exciting. And I remember that you were sharing here on Overflow mm-hmm. that right outside the hospital, man. Yeah, some footage that we shown, just like the power of God My hitting gosh, out there. Yes, and dozens out there just celebrating the the goodness of God and, and, and anticipating it and knowing there's a miracle coming. Yeah, and praise God, it got the good report. It was it was awesome, bro. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know the thing is about Maria. So again, like I said last week, like she. You know, she uh, she had the phone, you know, uh, brought to me because she wanted to tell me, hey, there's people out there that don't know Jesus. And I'm just tripping like, girl, yeah. you're the one in the hospital and you're worried about everybody out here. You know, and so it's awesome. And you know what her, her saying was this whole time? It's it's a hashtag. It should be on a shirt. It was uh, it was uh, watch God work <laughs> every time yes. she got to say it, she said it, you know, so it was. We definitely got to watch God work, brother. Now, speaking of watching, uh, I know that you were. You watch something very kind of, it was a little bit older, but it's timeless because of what is a historic oh, yes. reflection back on a very, on a, actually a, a crucial part of American history. Oh, yes. The, yes. Band of Brothers. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Man. Yeah, bro. I finally got to watch that. Uh, oh, my gosh. What? I highly recommend it, especially mm-hmm. during this time, you know, getting near, you know, 4th of July and uh, very, very sobering, uh, very inspiring you know, but there was a little something that happened, bro. Uh-oh. So I, I finished it and it was probably like one or two in the morning, you know? And so I, I <laughs> yeah. finished it. Now, now, mind you, this is a very intense, docu- you know, a mini series about the war. So we're, we're yeah. I'm talking invasion. I'm talking about being surrounded. I, I love one of their quotes from the 101 um, uh, uh, paratroopers, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they, they, well, during the, during the war, they got saved by, uh, by Patton's um, legendary general of World War II by his tanks, right? Yeah. And they interviewed the guy and said, so what do you guys think about Patton? He said, no, it's great. We're, we're grateful, but we didn't need to be rescued. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it was just, man, I loved it. That's it at yeah. all for me for this show. But yeah. so so again, bro, I'm watching like, you know, I'm listening to all this, this, this war sounds, guns, invasions, you know, cities being taken over, cities being taken back and all of that. And then I finished the show and then my my Twitter feed starts blowing up and it's all these videos of military exercises that's going on around the country. Oh, the algorithm. At that point. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. at that time. Like this is going on real time, you know, throughout the day. And it's all these people are like, what's going on with this? So, yeah, bro, my whole paranoia kicked in. I was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to war right now. You know, they're, yeah. they're coming there, you know, so. But yeah, so that was. But no, it was. It was an yeah. awesome miniseries, yeah, man. I, I highly recommend, that. especially during this time, bro. So, wasn't Spielberg part of that too? Spielberg was part of that. That's interesting about Tom mm-hmm. Hanks, right? Maybe yeah. even Spielberg. Tom Hanks is like super woke, man, but he makes fantastic wartime movies. You know, I mean, you know, his doc. It's it's he does a great job when it comes to these things. So I, I really appreciate his work when it comes to the military and our and our history. You know, this nation. Yeah, but he is pretty woke. Yeah, and also too, you celebrated uh, Father's Day with the Fab Five. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But before we jump onto that, like I said, yeah. bro, I want to go on a binge. Okay, so I'm thinking my next one is Patriot. Pa- what's your go to for Patriot. these for this time, bro? Fourth of July. Uh, what's your go to? Fourth of July go to mm-hmm. <laughs> movie. I, you know, I I don't know if I have I have one because I I have go to general movies, but what is a uh, 
What is a war movie? You probably have I, one, but never thought of it. Yeah, I, I know. I do like uh, Saving Private Ryan. That's a that's yes, a, that's a good man. one. That's I yeah. That's plus Braveheart. The, 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 the yeah. Braveheart. Okay, mm-hmm. freedom. Yes, yeah, bro. <laughs> Kamala, you know. Kamala Harris. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I do love uh, great World War II movies, and some of them, uh, especially like the, the one you saw, and and I know Saving Private Ryan, very, yes, very man. gruesome. But the rea- the reality of war. I mean, people are we're gonna talk about uh, profiting mm-hmm. off wars, and it, war is not a oh, game. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we need more diplomacy. I know here, exactly. in, the, here in the world. Now, I know you. You asked us real quick about my father. Father's Day, bro. I, mm-hmm. I've talked a lot. How was your Father's Day? My Father's Day, oh, it was great. Uh, I, you know, first we started off the Father's Day weekend. We we went out of town on nice. Friday. Uh, we went to Avala Beach. Nice. What is that? What is it? That Mr. Matt? It, it, maybe you know that it look. It looks like the Truman Show. I don't. Back in the day with Jim Carrey, I, I, to me, just the way that it just looks and feels. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's you know down the street, not too far from Pismo. But mm-hmm. I love it. It's it, it was it was I love clean and the atmosphere. Yeah. But of course, you know who was always asking for the beach all the time? Beach, beach, beach mm. is uh is is uh, Mia? You know, of course. Oh, you know? So you could be going yes, daycare yeah. in the morning. Good girl. Yes. She's like beach, beach, and we get I pick her up. Beach, beach. Awesome. Or put beach or playground, one or the other. So I'm like, we'll go to the playground. You don't want to make her happy, but it's great. She she just wants to go deep in the water. Really? And yeah, she's three years old, just fearless. Awesome, man. Just running in there and uh, you yes. know, just playing in the sand. We tried to get her to take a nap on 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 the beach, but she's played with the sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, good time. And also too, just fast forward, I got this little gift. Woke up on Sunday morning. Uh, let's see if you know what it is. I'm gonna hand it to you. Bring, put your hand out to the right, right there. Okay. Well, let's definitely see. a bobblehead. It is a bobblehead. Uh, let's see here. Uh huh. Is it a Transformers? It is Elliot with ET on the bike, right oh, no there. Way. Yes, Are you serious, a famous bro? Uh, childhood movie for those oh, uh, childhood eighties. There, yeah. I remember, wow, man. Bro. I remember my mom taking me to yeah. or watching it. Uh, maybe I was and crying at mm-hmm. that. It was a yeah, just just see phone right here. Yes. E.T., great bobblehead. And, uh, the Mrs. The Wife surprised me with. That is That's awesome, great, man. great gift. And, of course, uh, the day uh, goes, I got to share this right here. Mm-hmm. Here's a little uh, heart fill from, from uh, the church. They took a picture of Mia, and then on it's in a frame at church, and it says, Dad, you rock, with a little rock with eye, eyes on it and a smiley face. And just that was great there. Yeah. And of course, I'm sharing here. And then another show and tell is a little dad joke they, they gave you. So here's a chocolate chip, uh, chocolate Look at chip, that. Nabisco they gave. Oh, and wow. And it says, chip, chip, hooray. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just saw that. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Matt. He wanted me to show a little gifts there. But That's show awesome, and tell, Father's man. Day. Hey, man, it's priceless. Yeah. That's uh, so cool. Third bro. Father's Day. Enjoy it, bro. Enjoy while you can, man. And while she's growing up, brother, because one day she's going to grow up. She's going to grow mm-hmm. up. It's like the old thing. Man, remember when they were so cute? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when they grow up, it's like, uh, yeah, dad, who? <laughs> you know? You're chasing them, right? Yes. Yes. Chase them down, they're chasing you, know? you when they're little. Then all oh. of a sudden, like, where are they at? Mm. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, I, I, I do watch, love watching, watching her just having That's a great so time. Awesome, but yeah, man. and you, and you, uh, you celebrate kind of spread out a little bit, huh? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I spelled I celebrated two Father's Day this year, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
<clears throat> so obviously, uh, you know, Father's Day was, you know, was was different this year. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with the uh, pop, you know, passing last year, right around this time, uh, going through that whole thing. Yeah. But um, you know, I've always shared that I was adopted by my grandparents. You know, and my grandpa that raised me, he's still with us. So I, I had to get up there, you know, dad's, uh, grandpa's, uh, what pushing, uh, 80, mm. uh, is he 82? Matter of fact, he, he just changed the year. So anyways, man, it was, it was really, really cool, bro. And, and I just encourage everyone, you know, just to celebrate your fathers, celebrate your mothers, you know, yeah. uh, Man, it's become so real to me that we do not have them forever. That one day they're not going to be there at that table. You know, they won't be there for Christmas or anything like that. So, so just, you know, whenever you can go and, and see them, give them a call. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sure how many more Father's Day I get with my, yeah, my grandpa, yes. bro, my pop. Um, you know, and our families has experienced so many miracles. You know, it's like, man, I'm not sure how many more miracles we have too. You know, so it was really, really awesome being up there. My sisters, Oh my gosh, Phil. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm like a hundred pounds more than I'm supposed to be. You know, they I mean, my gosh. Even when I go to functions and events, mm-hmm. I have a bad habit of comparing food to 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 you know their cooking that I grew up on. You know, we had uh we had uh, mo- different types of fish, we had ginger chicken, Ooh, we had okay. some more, you know, the taro. Hey, you gotta work with a dad bod. Oh, on, yeah, father's yeah, father figure. Yes, well, father. I'm working with my father, father figure, bro. Figure, yes, right. the, okay. the beach is coming. I you like know, that. so I gotta go to the beach first. I mean, also, so man, but <laughs> But yeah, bro. I mean, we had yeah. uh, tres leches. That's that's oh, grandpa's okay. favorite, uh-huh. you know, uh, go to. And uh, my sister made a, a, a apple crisp, you mm. know, apple pie, fresh, bro. Mm. Um, and yeah. a blueberry, uh, and then also yeah. a peach cobbler pie with vanilla, brother. It was hard to not yeah. gorge, you know. So yeah, we did that. And then uh, on Tuesday, because you know I was out of town. My uh, kids, man, the Fab Five surprised me with the Father's Day lunch, man. Oh, so, uh, okay. yeah, that was, yeah. So, we, you know, they all came over. Maria took, you know, took her lunch, came over, man. Matai grilled it up. The boys are master girls. Some of you guys see on, on Instagram, he loves mm-hmm. to cook, you know. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was fantastic, man. I'm learning more and more, man. Just uh, time is invaluable. It is. It is definitely. And, and I, I was thinking about you praying for you. That Thank you. Bro. This time I, I, Thank you. I know how it is. Appreciate that message. Especially too. that. Yeah. That, that first, I, man, we just, yeah. it's, 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 it's bittersweet in a sense, you know, you look at, especially your loved ones, like mm-hmm. you celebrate their life, yeah. but you still miss them. Yeah. And you still definitely miss them. And we'll definitely keep you in prayer on that. Thank you, bro. But man, the legacy continues on with the Fab Ooh. Five. And then, of yeah. course, with little Mia. And I love Father's yes. Day. But you know what we did? We, uh, Father's Day, I, I, I'm kind of like a little, a little, uh, a little kid, you know, a little boy mm-hmm. and the wife. I'm like, hey, we got to go see a movie. You know, we talked a few times here mm-hmm. on Overflow and we saw this movie, that movie. But you know what? I've been waiting a very long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a DC, DC fan, is the one that just came out. And it was, what was it? Yes, The Flash. About time. Yes. They've been working on that. I can't believe eight to 10 years to get that movie out. Yes. Yeah. And it finally, finally dropped. And uh, was it worth the wait? For me, yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, I mean, the critics are mixed. It's really, really mixed. Yeah. Uh, But uh, some critics say it's it's the, James Gunn himself is the best. Mm. Superhero movie ever. Some wow, say it's, a, t- it's okay. a top three. Some say the top five. Hey, Some say they it. hate it because yeah, wow. they do make fun of the you know CGI. You know, 
I enjoyed it. It was to me, it was a stylistic thing. Yeah. Some say it wasn't complete, but you know, they sprinkled just enough Michael Keaton. You know, you, I, that's not a spoiler because they did talk about it in the, the trailer. Really? Yeah. And of course, Supergirl's in there. But you know, this Supergirl, I think, is a lot more tough. Okay. I, I, the way she presents. And of course, um, there's some cameos that you're like, you got to good surprises if you haven't seen it. Some that's good awesome. Cameos. I love those. And there was a, definitely a controversy. Did they have a premiere and they were trying to keep Ezra away from the promotions for obvious reasons because nobody endorses anything that he's done. Uh, and I guess supposedly he had a, a mental break and he did talk about, uh, he finally went to the premiere, talked about the grace that he's been given, uh, you wow. know, and, um, you know, just pray for him. You know, again, we'll, we'll see where things land. But in spite of what happened personally, I personally just love the movie. I mean, it's a it's a fun superhero movie. It had, yeah, it had everything. I had a que- I have a question real quick. Yeah. Could that movie have done without Ezra? No, no, no. It's the way he delivers way he delivers it. Remember what happened to him personally was after they already made the movie. Yeah, it was in post. That, that's already. my only. Yeah. my only. My, my thing is, like, I'm, I'm not sure if I would have went forward with the movie. But but again, I don't I don't have like a hundred million dollars, you know, to go waste and, and all <laughs> that, you know. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah, recast him. Yeah, you know, in the current the current state until you know until later. Forward. Yeah, moving forward, yeah. I. I uh, do I believe in second chances? You know, again, it takes oh, a while. I mean, of course, yes, you can mention like Mike Tyson, everybody. It mm-hmm. took years later that, you know, kind of redemption story a little yeah. bit. But uh, you can go down the list with everybody. No, that's that's the thing about this. It's so, so close. So, yeah. yeah it's it, it, so that, bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, definitely. Don't not not that time makes it any less, you know, uh, you know, you know, uh, Critical, you know, but we'll see, man. I, I hope everything yeah. you know, gets sorted out with all that. But I'm glad that they finally had, you know, it, it's funny, right? It's about Flash, but it took forever to happen. And uh, <laughs> it was I'm, pretty slow, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the old Flash movie? The old Flash Was movie. it Flash Gordon? You know, no, I, I, I don't remember the, um, did they have a movie? I know they had a TV show back when we were younger. I think they actually had one even uh-huh. before that, back in the 80s, The Golden Guy. Uh, yeah, I, I forget I his name. Know. Or maybe it was a TV show, but I thought it was a movie. It was okay. It was kind of corny. Yeah. It, but I was, my question was, I wasn't sure if that's the same Flash that, that they were talking about in this one. Yeah, I remember the Flash thing I was growing up. I don't remember that one, but I remember the one mm-hmm. from when we were younger. He was in the actual CW as another Flash character. They started bridging all the universes oh, together. To, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot yeah. his name. Um, not Garrett. That's the name of the character. But uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think love that was it. one before. Yeah. There's uh, and there'll be plenty more because I mean the way they Man. they they do the multiverse. I think mm-hmm. I like it a little way better than you know Marvel. <laughs> Spider Man. How what what was the comparison? Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the un- Spider Verse. Yes. Which was better? The Flash for me, really, but yeah. you're a DC though, yeah. Oh, he's yeah, okay. Oh right. man, now I'm thinking about my reaction. Mm-hmm. You know what? I if I had to put both of them, it'd probably be my top five superhero movies with Iron Man, Rag, Ragnarok. Oh man, and then, Iron uh, Man, yes, uh, probably Michael Keaton first Batman. Man, I'm so dude, I'm yeah. like, I'm. Believe me, I want to jump out of this chair when I hear the, the name Michael Keaton, you know, Batman together. Oh. That is just, my gosh, bro. And you hear that music come on from Tim Burton? Oh, man. Oh, uh, no, that's Superman. <laughs> that's a <like> wrong song. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, Spider-Man, speaking uh, of him, I, I didn't get to mention last time about, uh, what's his name, Tom Holland? Yeah. Or Tim, yeah, Tom man. Holland. You know, that guy, man, I, I respect, you know, because um, I'm not sure if a lot of people know this, but the last few Spider-Mans wouldn't have happened without him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the one that pulled all the Spider-Mans together, you know, to make the make you know some of the Avengers happen, yeah. you know. And he he was a spearhead of that. I, I don't, I'm not sure if everybody realizes. Yeah, without him, we, we wouldn't be talking about a lot of the Spider-Man movies the way we're talking about it today. So, but yeah. awesome man. So yes, Flash. Yeah, I love that. And there's a lot more to talk about. Some other things in, coming up. Speaking of which, you know what time it is? It's time for. It's your new breakers and breakers. Another occasion of woke going bomb and the box office. Uh, I, I know you, this was on your list to watch the movie Elemental. Uh, Daily Mail is reporting, uh, as many others, is a Disney's Pixar's first film to have, you know, a, a non-binary character, but becomes studio's worst performing film on opening weekend after taking just Twenty million, twenty nine million dollars, and they've lost so much money. And I don't know—is this another another example of what going broke, Lodo? Phil, I wouldn't even know about this movie if it wasn't for the story. Like <laughs> I, I never heard of the movie. Yeah, you know. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. The, the thing that really just comes to my mind first, bro, is honestly, we, we've been saying this from the beginning. You know, you go woke, you go broke. You know, yep. um, and and that's a real statement. My concern is for. Your the people that works, the the, the mm, you know yeah. the working crew, the stage crew, all these people who, you know, pours their sweat, blood, and tears into this, and and they're gonna suffer from it. You know, I I, I man, I wish that everybody would get a payday, but because people keep pushing their agendas, you know, you look at Target, that, that's one thing, right? Yeah, you talk about the thirteen point whatever billion that they lost and all that. Man, that represents employees. That represents. Like fathers and mothers, you know, single parents, you know, who's taking care of kids and all that. And, and it's so sad that they're suffering because, you know, somebody wants to push again, gender or gender, you know, they, they yeah. want to push their, their, their stuff, you know. And so now we got people, you know, that, that's got to pay the price for that. That's sad. This movie. Yeah. Total bomb, you know, and yes. we saw it with Lightyear. Yeah. We've seen it everywhere at Lightyear and, and, you know, quick mention on there on the elementary, uh, I believe that's how you say it. Uh, one of the voice actors, the one in the main character, one of the main two characters, says, uh, oh, his name is Hauser, mm-hmm. who is also a, also a non-binary, I can't say it now, non-binary to take social media to reveal the historic news that played the first non-binary character from the renowned animation studio. Again, I, like you said, they're, they're, they're kind of trying to shove it down our throats. I mean, they, yes. don't, they, don't, they do not learn from the story. From from Buzz Lightyear, uh, Lightyear, like you talked about, yeah, which tanked, and they actually fired that director. Uh, they said they said for non related political reasons, but again, the success of that, I mean, why would they keep them? They're trying to cut, and of course, they, the Strange World. I try watching a little bit to get kind of for research, but Disney's Strange World also bombed a while back, mm-hmm. and so they have not been having a lot of success with this, uh, these themes. Again, this is for children. This is not talking about the adult movies. It's a little different, I feel. Uh, but yes. why do we want our kids to watch this? And they try to sneak things in, sneak things in. Actually, it went past me. I know in, I love the Spider Verse uh, mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, but I guess uh, Gwen. Had a little trans had a trans flag, I guess, in the background, and I did not even realize that, that was the case. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what that means. But it is hard hard to run from it. They're trying to really change the culture. Was it? I guess that's why they're yeah. about the culture wars. You know, and and that's their decision. You know, and and again, bro, remember we said early on at the beginning of this this whole show, 
the thing is, we're not trying to get everybody fired. <laughs> and that's yeah. the difference, right? Yeah. When we say something that they disagree with, oh my gosh, you know, they need to fire us and they need to get rid of us, you know, and all that. But but no, we're not trying to just correct the issue. And, and you know, again, bro, like like all these actors and, and even writers, they might be just amazing, yeah. sweetest pie. Great, great, great people, bro. Even yeah. transgenders. I mean, they, you know, I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if True. someone just, just the greatest people, right? I grew up with, with you know, with the LGBT community, you know, with a lot of people from there. So, but it's sad that's like, man, you you gotta overdo it, and they, and what happens? They overreach all over again, you know. And so now they're again, they're they're suffering the consequences. Why can't it just be a good movie? I don't, bro. I don't even know what this movie's about. This is the first time I'm even hearing about the movie. Yeah, I guess there's different elements. There's water. There's fire. Different one. And I guess it kind of oh, I pushes get it. Immig- immigration in a sense, uh, ideology, climate, and it, yeah, yeah the, the climate stuff. Same old, same old. Yeah, the the whole pronouns and yeah. again, it, it's. I mean, we saw that in Transformers. The whole cartoons are being now a non-binary. Yeah. Thing. See, and, and that's and and again, we we're not trying to fire people and all that. These are people that we we probably would support otherwise. You know. Just get that stuff out of our face, you know. Who who said that? Get that get the corner out of my face, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, again, again, Philville, you mentioned other movies that they did, bro. I just watched Faming Hot. That was another show that I got to watch. Okay. Another movie, yep. loved it, bro. Especially because, um, you know, it's it's about a janitor. You know, I'm the son yeah. of two janitors. You know, and I, I just loved it. You know, uh, Super Mario Brothers. So these movies are like um, fantastic movies. It's like, can they just be movies and not your agenda pushers? You know, mm. but I get it, man. Hey, it's their money. It's their businesses. They want to do it. Then the, the the issue though here, if there's an issue, you 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 pointed to it, bro. It's targeted to kids. That mm. that's definitely you know like no, you're not just gonna target our kids and get away with that. Yeah, the culture wars were fighting uh, the, the the culture, you know. Mm-hmm. And speaking of fight, you know, uh, Fox Business is reporting that Mark. Did you hear this? Mark Zuckerberg agrees to mm. a cage fight. Wow. Yeah. Apparently, Elon Musk made a challenge to the CEO of of Meta, uh, formerly known as Facebook itself. That you was willing to challenge them to a match in the cage fight. I know you love uh, that type of fighting, right? So, do you, would you watch that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I thought of the reaction. Because this can't be. This is like you know we're living in the Matrix or something. Like they're trying to fight now. The CEOs. Hey, right. they, yeah, I love the article here on Breitbart. The, the headline is a uh, nerd war. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg agree to. Cage fight, yeah. I, will, I, will, I think they'll make a lot of money in UFC. Uh, yeah, pay per view. I wonder, is it going to be a, on Twitter, on 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 Meta, or both? That that's that's pretty interesting. It's they're going to be on Facebook Live, yeah. I'm oh, sure. okay. Sure. Right. I don't know. I just I, I would assume maybe they'll just go to YouTube through, or uh, probably True Social. Pretty sure or Getter. <laughs> you know what? If, if they start fighting, I bet you they'll start to rumble. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, you know, it's no laughing matter. I mean, it, this has been in the headlines. It's, yeah. it's very tragic. You just hear breaking news uh, here on CNN is reporting missing Titanic sub crew believed to be dead after a catastroph- catastrophic implosion. Mm. I, I don't even know the details of that. I'm not sure if they went too too low, but I know that they had some technical things. They're controlling it. The submarine. so they did find them. 
they they found the debris around around there in Titanic. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, it's a tragedy over another tragedy, uh, but it's been in the headlines, and and we do want to pause and just just acknowledge that lives are being impacted, families. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, unfortunately, you know, there was some side news because of this. this I guess there's a stepson of a billionaire that was on that. Apparently that vessel and it's going viral for constantly tweeting about such things as Blink-182 concert while his stepdad was missing during this time and got some a lot of got got a lot of slack with that. So, uh, yeah, pray for that. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, uh, first of all, everyone, please keep everybody in prayer that's impacted by this. This is uh, it's terrible news as far as the stepson. You know, I have to say, everybody deals with grief differently. Yeah. I'm not sure if he chucked through, like, you know, my, my stepdad would want me to just keep continuing my life. Or maybe he was encouraged by somebody else, you know. Or, it, you know, I'm not sure the relationship with the father. We just don't know, bro. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know the kid, you know. And I do know that everybody deals with grief differently, you know. And, and we just got to pray for for him, you know. And just the, the rest of the loved ones and families, you know, that's related to this this tragedy. War is good business, apparently. It's an evil thing. We talked about war, World War II, but mm-hmm. you know, there's always the rumor of wars here oh, in, across the world from China to Russia, Ukraine, and uh, you know, America's in trouble, and there's a lot of different fronts here happening in America, mm-hmm. including the cultural wars. So, you know, across here uh, in China, there we are seeing a threat here trying to impact us economically. And also, too, down south in Cuba. What What is China doing here? What's going on here? So they had their, uh, well, they actually got caught, you know, with uh, having uh, spying right there in Cuba. It practically our front doorstep, you know. And then with everything else that's piled on, you know, with the balloons, uh, all of that stuff. And I believe that we had a visitor go over there. Well, actually, our Secretary of State, Blinken, Tony Blinken, you know, went over there and... <laughs> Terrible meeting, bro. I mean, it it did not yes. help America. As a matter of fact, it put us in a backseat again with these this administration. China and Cuba is re- referring to is negotiating right now to establish a new joint military training facility on the island. And of course, people are alarmed right now here in the U.S. But they've actually been spying on us for years mm-hmm. now, and now we're just hearing about it. But uh, they're just about a hundred miles from Florida's coast, and. I it's, I think it should be very concerning. It should be a top priority, but we're thinking that we're talking about all these other things. Yeah, you know, and, and China is our, our most dangerous enemy right now. You know, so it's it's very concerning. As far as you know, the, the spying and all that that started happening when again this administration came into play. You know, uh, during Trump's time, you know, President Trump, it, we didn't hear nothing about no Cuba. We didn't hear anything about a lot of these uh, communist countries. Matter of fact, there's many that can actually make the case that maybe Ukraine and all these other things would happen. But again, like you you quoted at the beginning of this segment, bro, there, there, there's those uh, BlackRock. We'll be talking about them pretty soon. You know who said war is good business. That's evil. It is very evil. You know, we're giving and we're funding a lot of this, mm-hmm. uh, these wars I and mean, what's happening there in Ukraine. Did you hear about this? We saw I don't know if you saw this across the wire. You know, Breitbart is reporting the Pentagon accounting error provides extra six point two billion for Ukraine military aid. I guess they just they pretty much doubled their our funding by just accounting error. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's oops. It's like a six point five billion oops. You know, uh-huh. a lot of this administration's uh, steps has been followed up with a bunch of oops, bro. I'm not sure if our country can handle any more of that. You know, but yeah, there's there's a lot of concerning things. Tony Blinken again. He went over there to China, talked to China, and there was a lot of things that he could have addressed, but he didn't. He left it out. You know, so, I mean, the, again, the spy balloon thing, didn't even bring that up. You know, this whole Cuba thing, didn't bring that up. He didn't go there to talk on behalf of America. He went over there to apologize to China. That's what uh, he went yeah. to go do, bro. And of all days, this was on the Father's Day. This was on Father's Day. And that's for those that know China politics, you know how significant that is that one of our leaders goes over there and kowtows you know, to them. And then he talks about, oh, we don't stand with Taiwan and we're not for independent Taiwan. We're, yeah. we're, we're not? Who, who is he speaking for, you know? So, yeah, there was, there was a lot of things that he had to miss. And then he even showed, you know, he came back here. Oh, he shows regrets. You know, I didn't, you know, I forgot to talk or I forgot to restart, you know, the military talk or that's something I should have talked about. No, buddy, it's a lot more than that. It's their spying. It's their stealing our, our, our inventions. It's a lot more than just you didn't restart the military. They don't want to talk. They don't want to talk. Yeah, They want us as slaves. That's what they want. Yep, his quote was, we do not support Taiwan independence. We've gone back and forth on that crazy. so many times. There, That's just a green light. You know, I, I, I'm pretty sure within two years, especially, this is just my my opinion, that uh, while Biden's in office, there, he's going to be completely tested. Actually, he's been tested this whole time. He's not doing anything about Cuba. Now he's not doing anything about uh the COVID mm-hmm. thing, he's had several conversations with she and has not has not brought up COVID once. And speaking nope. of fathers, there's a lot of uh a lot of kids without fathers because they died of COVID. Yes, absolutely, bro. And 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 it is so sad. Tony Blinken went over there and pulled a John Cena, bro. Remember when John Cena apologized because he called Taiwan a country? And he had to. China had him make a video to apologize. For calling Taiwan a country, which is a country. King James, everything. Remember that? Remember mm-hmm. that NBA? China is so embedded here in America. America pop culture, business, All of it. everything. Uh, speaking of, you know, the money, there was some, uh, this video just dropped. James O'Keefe, formerly from Project Veritas, is now has OMG Media. Uh, he, he had a little undercover thing going on, and it's kind of quite scary when you listen to it. Mm-hmm. I work for a company called BlackRock. Uh, I'm not actually a finance guy. I just, I know what happens because I'm recruiting people for duties things. Mm-hmm. I'm the person who headhunts people from other firms. So I would approach you and be like, hey, this is a good reason why you should come here for us. Surge tells us who really runs the world, how they do it, and just how much it costs to buy people, like politicians. Let me tell you, it's not the, who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the wallet. So it's, it's the, and who's that? The hedge funds, BlackRock, the banks. These guys are campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. So, how so? All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. How do they run the world? You acquire stuff. Diversify, you acquire, you keep acquiring, you spend whatever you make in acquiring more. And at a certain point, your risk level is, is super low. Like Pfizer, now BlackRock, owns many parts of America and corporations. This is really sick, bro. I mean, he, he, he just said it literally that war is good for business. You know, 
I mentioned even on Kingdom Talk Radio about the military and industrial complex, you know, that these people make make money. They make billions and billions off of people, you know, losing lives, losing loved ones and all that. You said earlier about uh, kids not having parents because of or fathers because of COVID. Man, you imagine Ukraine, Ukrainian uh, children yeah, yeah. that don't have fathers because of this war, you know, and just how sick this guy talks about it. It's like it's just matter of fact, yeah, like it's not fact. a big deal, you know. But yeah, so now we're starting. You know, I, I'm man, James O'Keefe, bro. That that dude's a G, brother. Got, yeah, that like that lady got him to say, "You got ten thousand dollars, you could buy a senator." That wow. made me mad. Yeah, that really made me mad. You mean to tell me all I need to get is ten thousand dollars? I can have my own senator. Like that really made me mad. I thought it cost more than that. Just kidding. But you know, <laughs> you know, so yeah, so it's true. it's you know, but yeah, I mean, it was it was sad how he's talking about it. But folks, the, the curtains are being pulled back. You know, uh, again, believe your eyes, believe your ears. You know, this calls into question, bro, uh, everything. Why are we sending so much money here, you know, and, and why certain people get in trouble and certain people don't? Yeah, it, it's, you know, essentially they run the world. That's the quote. That's basically what he's saying. They're involved in media. I mean, even Fox News, which, uh, you know, we've been talking yeah. about a little bit, is they are the number two contributor to Fox News and other mm-hmm. media outlets, MSNBC. I mean, they control. They own them all. The yeah. news media, also Target, uh, Target you mm-hmm. know. So like, and and these guys have just this big old money scheme where they don't really lose money. It just gets funneled to something else. Hey, people don't want to go to to Target, or they they'll go shopping somewhere else. But most likely, they own the other place. So it's just recycling money and all that. But but I I am glad that people really are stepping up because again, bro, with Bud Light's uh, what was it, twenty six billion, and uh, I think it's more than that now. Targets 13 point something billion. Yeah. That really makes a statement, you know. So I think we should still be be vigilant. But uh yeah, this we're we're this is a fight up against the hill, but uh we're gonna do it. Chinese company makes underperforming workers eat. I thought it was a joke. Eat pun, pungent bitter gourd. Is that how you say it? Gourd. Gourd, G- yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I you know, I were talking and this sound to me, sound like a joke, like, ah, 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 but no, this no. is actually a real thing. I thought they lost a bet or something and no. uh, they were forced as a punishment because they didn't meet their quota. That, again, Tony Blinken missed an opportunity to address some very important things like the, 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 the what is it? The Wiggins um, yeah, that's right. and uh, the Muslim slaves out there that they have in or, or camps, sorry, encampments, you know? And so a lot of these things and yeah, bro, these are this again, this is a communist country. So, it doesn't surprise me that they're doing this to their own employees. Yeah, we've been having wars and rumors of war internationally now, and but there's wars happening here. They can call them the cultural wars. Really, and there's, bro. Uh, there's a war on women. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Well, there's a different type of war. No, there's definitely a war on women. Well, and I'm about the redefinition of what is a woman. Okay, so foxnews.com is reporting here about the Capitol Hill testimony that took place. And Kelly Robinson describes herself as the first queer black president of the human rights campaign was asked the question by Senator John Kennedy. Says males have an advantage over women in sports. And here's her. Here's their exchange. Women and some that are short. that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a definitive statement. Give me an example. Well, no, I, I don't think. How, how, how many female members of the NBA do you see? 
Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She is stronger James, than that. What's your experience, Ben? Male, female. Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week without trying. Folks, again, I said I said it from the beginning. This whole, you know, these groups, they're they're anti-women clubs, you know, and this is definitely a war on women. And, and I even mean that literally, bro. We have we have girls that are injured because they're playing against male athletes, you know. Uh, and, and so, matter of fact, I was just watching the story about another young lady who is still recovering from an injury that she had, and it's so sad. You can hear her and, and how slow she is now. I'm pretty sure that she's, you know, a young, you know. Peppy step girl that, you know, it's, it's quick witted and all that, but you, you can tell that that something's wrong, you know? And so again, bro, and I, I love, uh, well, who's it? Uh, Riley Gaines, you know, and her taking a step, you know, a real woman, you know, talking about real women issues. Uh, again, it's, it's just crazy because I remember all the talk about we're pro women, we're pro women, we're pro women. They don't sound too pro women. Now I can't believe this transgender is talking about, you know, comparing guys to girls. And then she says, well, there's some guys I can beat and some guys that I can't. Yeah, I know. Right. Like my little sister, you know, like I probably could run a little bit faster than her, you know. There's another war taking place on civil rights. And we came across this very tra tragic here on the post millennial mm -hmm. uh, female student alleges she was raped in trans inclusive bathroom at New Mexico Middle School. Yeah. Uh, I know that really really just uh just pulled out our hearts here just just seeing what took place as far as in the article uh she said i was raped i was raped i was raped explosive kill me uh she, you know she was she wrote in her diary she she was pressured not to tell or share what took place or well uh, what took place with her but if it wasn't for her her diary that her mom read yeah. the mom would not have found out again this is a uh, middle school Actually, a sixth grader. Sixth grader. Yeah. yeah. ASK Academy Charter School. And uh, this is a completely just, just, just outrageous. A biological male raped this young girl. Yes. This is a sixth grader, bro, again. And they got raped in sixth grade and her mom didn't know anything about it. But it explained a lot of things for her mom because there was such a, a drastic change in, in, in her child's, you know, personality you know, her outlook on life and all that as she was more withdrawn, she was more down, you know, and the mom didn't know anything until she was, I believe, cleaning her room, bro, and mm -hmm. came across, you know, uh, her, her daughter's diary. And, 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 and that those words were written in there. I was raped. I was raped. I was raped. Uh, I believe she was, you know, part of, part of the, the, the language effing kill me. And the reason why um, her mom didn't know anything, bro. Is you know as the the daughter explains, you know she was practically bullied into silence, and that's why that's why we say that this is a war on civil rights. I remember when we cared about people's rights. I remember when we cared about you know and and, and what says civil rights more than parents' rights, right? You know that these parents, you know, the protector of their of their children, and and they they're not even allowed yeah. to protect their children. Th those rights were taken away from them. She was robbed, bro. Of, of protecting her child at the time, the, you know, this thing happened, 
you know, and this poor child, her civil rights were taken from her because they bullied her into thinking that if she said anything, that she was going to be a bad person, that she would be uh, labeled a hater, a bigot, you know, somebody, you know, a homophobic, you know, and it caused her to be silenced, bro, about something that happened to her, bro. She got raped. She got raped. Not, not only was her voice taken away, her voice was kept away, bro. Yeah, it's tragedy. You know, she was now 13, but she was saying that her school had an had an ideology of far left culture, which felt she felt like really, really created a condition that the teachers are really pressuring and the faculty to accept the presence of men, biological males yes. in women's spaces. So that environment. You, you bring up a really good point yeah. that, you know, because of this. She was she was pretty much desensitized. Like there was no alert no more. There wasn't this 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 awareness. Like oh my gosh, that's that's a boy in my bathroom, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it became so normalized that her guard wasn't even up. Yeah, and there and in the side note, there was a you know a spa in LA. They they lost a court case from a mm-hmm. judge passing say that the men were allowed to be in women's <sighs> uh, locker rooms. Yep. and the spa, which uh, which was what about the, the women's civil rights? Exactly. What about their civil rights? Exactly. And, and, you know, civil rights, including speaking of about their civil rights, uh, landlords now, those who have properties and the squad yeah. is now pushing legislation uh, that will keep criminal records from people applying for uh, rental or ho- housing, which if you have somebody who steals, who's somebody who who will eventually be, could be a squatter, mm-hmm. you will not get that information because they're pushing that legislation to ban that, make it illegal to to do background checks. What about the landlord's civil rights, right? Yes. What about their civil rights, you know? And, and this thing is just going across the board. There's a war on civil rights. You know, uh, we, we, we're we dealing with the AB 957 that mm-hmm. uh, Newsom right. just talked about. And that takes, you know, a parent's rights away to disagree with the child who thinks that they're of a different gender than they were born. Matter of fact, matter of fact, it's it's not just, oh, you're, you know, you're a bad parent. No, you're a dangerous parent. So we need mm. to lock you up. Matter of fact, you know, we, we need to put you away and we're going to take your child away from so, you. Yes. Yeah. What about the parents' rights? They're redefining everything from the, the justice system. Speaking uh, of justice. Yeah. All, all that. It's more injustice. Mm-hmm. So speaking of justice, there is a war on justice here. Uh, in America, a war in justice mm-hmm. here on the political realm, a war in justice on in the justice system. A lot of a lot of uh, political politicization of courtrooms now mm-hmm. and also to plea deals because there's a plea deal that took place that yeah. is raising eyebrows. Hunter Biden. Well, he's going to plead guilty in two tax counts and one gun charge. He's going to go to wait in prison for 10 years, 20 years. Nope. It's a slap in the hand. And people are really upset because they're saying this two tier justice system because what happened with Trump, who could potentially be charged up to 400 years in prison to somebody who doesn't even will never see a a, a jail cell. Yeah, right. This uh, it wasn't a plea deal, bro. It was a sweetheart deal. That That's exactly what it was. Uh, Man, we were talking about war on justice. There, there's all these different wars going on, you know, the war on women, the war on civil rights. Now we have this, you know, case of war on justice. And that's not just a cute scene. That's not just some nice word bomb we're throwing out there. If you look at this case, it makes the point. Uh, Wesley Snipes doesn't pay his taxes. Wesley Snipes goes to jail. 
Hunter Biden doesn't pay his child support. He gets a fifteen thousand reduction, bro. This guy went from yeah. paying twenty thousand to five thousand. Like, what in the world? We have people who, who's looked at gun charges and all that. This guy looks at current gun charges. He gets to go home. The other guys get to go get to go to prison. Yeah, here in New York Post, as you were alluding to, there's uh, an article here. A headline says black men are being jailed years mm-hmm. for same crimes mm-hmm. as Hunter Biden rep Wesley Hunt says. And there's a, you go down the list. I think Ja Rule, uh, uh, what is that, that singer? Uh, I was surprised that yeah. Lauren Hill also. Lauren Hill, that's what that. I was thinking about yes. right there. Uh, have, have, she was at, for $1 million, I think she was three months in jail. God. Even three man. months. And so the, he's, there's millions of dollars that he's been, been uh, uh, kind of just been proven that he's been involved in. And you know what? They didn't even, in the investigation, they didn't even use anything in the laptop. This was for something completely different. But like I said, this is war on justice. You know why, Philville? I think they can't ever bring those things back up. So there's there's a risk now that all of the other scandals and all the other corruption that him and his father was, you know, allegedly involved in, they they I'm not sure if there's any teeth to it anymore. The other reason why this is a war on justice is because now moving forward, anyone else, bro, who gets in trouble for things like this and they're going, you know, they're they're in court, now they can bring this case up. And it's pretty much, well, what about that? You know, what about uh, Hunter Biden's deal? I want that deal. I want that deal. Yeah. And, and brother, they have every right to ask that. So, so again, this is so dangerous. You know, tragedy for, for, the, uh, for the daughter. Did, did you know that the daughter can't even use his last name? Yeah. Not, not that, you know, I don't think any of us would want her to have that last name, <laughs> you know, but that's her choice. Shouldn't she have a choice to do that? Yeah. It wasn't that he spent more money on the lawyers to fight the the child support, which is way a fraction of what he paid on lawyers to fight that. Oh, bro, this makes yes. my boil, my, my mm. blood boil, because mm. you look at the laptop, it, it seems like this guy's paying more on prostitutes than he wants to spend on his own daughter. That, yeah, that and crack on the whole, yeah, crack, all, all, all of whole, it. Whole other, and of course, uh, we talked about the trafficking that he's been allegedly involved in. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I mentioned, alluded to this, and Donald Trump actually correctly predicted this Hunter Biden would be charged with something small. And of course, double jeopardy. They can't go back to this. And yep. some are saying that he, before Biden leaves office, he's going to pardon. Pardon. Yeah. You know, and I think anybody that was paying, that's been paying attention could have definitely made the same prediction. You know, uh, Trump was, was spot on. The thing, the other thing that this thing does, bro, is it really throws out, you know, the Biden and, and, uh, you know, progressives uh, or liberals arguments. I'm not sure how much grounds they have anymore about talking about gun issues. Uh, they're totally okay with this guy walking away pretty much, you know, with this, uh, gun charge, um, caring about children. Uh, caring about the less fortunate, you know, uh, caring about, you know, the, the whole child support, tax evasion, all of that. They pretty much just threw all their arguments out the window. Here's the thing, though. I was talking to our producer, Matt, earlier, and, and I agree with them. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. They, they know they get away with it. They know the media is going to give them a pass. They know the media is going to actually cover for them. Yep. Here's the good news, bro. We have the hundred and uh, the hundred and one paratroopers who's ready to take this fight, you know, and stand up. And I thank God because that's why we're seeing all of these things, just like um, something that happened uh, this weekend. And you know him as he's been here before. Returning in front of the camera today yes. is a very our very own Matt White. Get it from Matt White, our contributor and producer, oh, owner, owner, oh, owner, entrepreneur. 
here, uh, the Fresno DJ Company. Yes, there. yes. Look them up, Google it. Links are all there. And and, and lead correspondent reporter. Yes, they're at uh, KXEX here yes. in town. The AM station also too. Now coming on the FM dial. Uh, subbing a lot for the great Guillermo Moreno there mm-hmm. uh, at the station. But it's great having you on back on Overflow. And it's, it's great to be here. And that's a long intro. I, I didn't know I was going to get that whole grand <laughs> entrance there. Should have done it in the WWE voice or the UFC voice. You know, it's coming down. Here we are. Oh, well, that's, that's like a Southern gospel preacher right there. Oh, man. Coming down. <laughs> it's time. It is time. Get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> but, yeah, it's great having you back. And, you know, you, you experienced something firsthand there. I, we've been talking about this in Overflow. Yes. About the controversy in the Dodgers taking place there. You know, the they had, for those that, a quick, a quick recap is that the, 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 the sisters of... The Sisters of uh, Perpetual Indulgence. Yes. The Sisterhood. Uh, they honored them like a hero night or yes. something, right? Give them an award. For pride. And, yeah. Pride, yeah. And, and many Christians and Catholics came together. Uh, all Christians of uh, different denominations came mm-hmm. together, right? And here in Breitbart is the headline, Save Our Children. Thousands, thousands blocked the entrance to Dodger Stadium to protest Pride Night celebration. And there's a picture here. You can see the empty seats inside the stadium and then outside is packed of people mm. of God. Uh, what's your, what was your take there? Tell us, tell us your experience. Well, I think the Dodgers weren't expecting an audience of this when we actually filled out the paperwork, at least the people that I knew as the organizers, they were expecting about 600 people, wow. but there were 5,000 Christians <laughs> standing strong yes. at LA Dodger stadium. And it's funny because wow. it was, It actually wasn't even a blocking of the entrance. There were just so many people they weren't expecting. And they had kind of a set amount of police officers there. But we saw the disgrace of what these these fake nuns, these homosexual men that were posing as nuns, making a mockery to women that dedicate their life to God and people coming together to praise Jesus. And you could really feel the Holy Spirit moving right outside of L.A. Dodger Stadium. And, of course, to see the empty seats in the stadium mm-hmm. to to boot. And I think there was, I believe, Lodo, you were saying 15,000 less people were yes. there at the game. They usually sell out against the Giants. Mm, it's a Yes. Yeah, and actually ran into a shout-out, uh, Oreo Express. Josh, right on, right Josh on. Fulfer Yay. was there. Yeah. <laughs> and he said he had a conversation with the family on the way to the stadium. Mm-hmm. And he said, what is going on in there is evil. And they turned their car around. Wow, man. Uh, yes, it's... I saw highlights of our very own also too, Dennis McCourt from Kingdom yep. Talk. Uh, was down there and Jeremy, producer there at mm-hmm. KXCX. You guys had a blast of yes. just worshiping the Lord. It looks like you guys had a great time in worship. There's some B-roll going of worship. Uh, and this packs like, right there in the street. I'm looking at this. Hundreds of people there yeah. gathered around. Thousands. And Lodo? Yeah, Philwell was jealous, uh, floating around in the ocean water, bro, getting a tan and everything. <laughs> um, you know, at the Avala same time. Beach, <laughs> but, but no, bro. I mean, I, I was so encouraged, man. Uh, fantastic job, man. Right on to do, you know, doing your part, bro. And I think that's what this really speaks to is that if everybody does their part, it really does make a difference. And you're right, bro. So that stadium can hold fifty six thousand fans, but uh, there was only forty one thousand that showed up. And then even during the ceremony, yeah. I, this 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 turnout was so powerful, even even the air cover couldn't even uh, cover for this yes, event. Six. The people Helicopters. behind this, 
Yeah, you know, but what I mean by that is the media couldn't recover. Media who usually gives, you know, this type of thing, you know, air cover and try to make excuses, but their excuses just fell on deaf ears. They said, oh, you know, well, they honored them an hour and a half before the game, you know, because they were concerned about this and that. No, they wanted to get it, get them up there and get them out of sight right away because they saw the empty seats. They saw the big crowds outside, you know, and then, you know, they, you know, they, you know, they, uh, they try to make excuses about the stadium being empty and all that. But I was just really, really glad to be a part of a community who who will stand up for kids and who, who will drive hours and hours. You got the train over there. Yeah, I caught the train. It was a late night train, Fresno, 10 o'clock. Last train out of Fresno to L.A. and made it yeah. out there about two in the morning. Whoa. I thought it was important yeah. to be there. And it was a good testament to show there is strength in numbers, especially for Christians. We don't usually mobilize. You don't see yeah. the mobilization as much yeah. as I think we saw there to see one of the largest gatherings, at least in yeah. recent years, you'd have to say. Usually it's the left. They're organizing. They're protesting. They don't expect us to show up and actually mm -mm. protest. And the thing is, it wasn't even a protest. It was actually it, a prayerful yes. processional. They couldn't spin That's it. That's right. There was no violence. There was anything. But there were, you know, there were some, you know, some evil spirits out yeah. there. there. Oh, my gosh. Wiccans out there trying to throw hexes on there. But, yeah. you know, we did a perimeter prayer. And, Praise you know, God. we had Bishop Strickland from Texas. That was standing strong and a lot of our, our faithful there. There was a lot of people that organized that event and took a lot of people to really put it all together to have 5,000 people. Yes. When the city that, was expecting 600. Yeah. And, you know, you a lot of people is pretty much are fed up. A lot of Christians of faith, a lot of conservatives are really fed up with them trying to shove the indoctrination. Now, I want to get your reaction. Just a flashback playing some Buell right now of you see here is uh the mockery of Jesus on the cross. You have homosexuals stripping right there uh, at the feet of a mockery of Jesus. What was your reaction? What was your motivation to go down there? Kind of talk about that. Yeah, absolutely despicable was one of the first thoughts when I saw that. Mm -hmm. I was surprised this was even a thing, but they've been doing this for decades. They've been doing this. And I think people have hit a point where they're sick and tired of seeing, you know, our, our faith mocked and at least in this way. And then for them to disinvite them and then reinvite them yeah. and then give them an award. I didn't know if they were going to get an award initially, but then awarding this. And I think that was a big motivation for a lot of people. And of course, for myself to go down there because they expected us to be quiet, to not show up mm -hmm. and just, you know, just be peaceful, you know, turn the other cheek. But there is a, one other thing is they say, hey, don't don't judge, but to actually show up. And yes. one thing I want to want to say is that we got to make sure to pray for these people, to pray for their souls, because they are in a state of sin. They're in a state of mortal sin and they need to be prayed for so that they can be joining us in heaven one day. We just have to pray for them because I think that's that's super important. We just can't go out and cast judgment then that's right on the, on the flip side so and i think Loda, you'd probably have to agree with that sentiment as well no thank you man and, and i love what we said at another time you know that you know regardless of where they're at today we want them to join us for that eternal community in heaven you know brother that that's that's a uh, man I'm, I'm i'm just blessed and that you, go figure you're a kxcx guy you know that's mm -hmm. something that we talk about kingdom talk radio you know where it's kingdom not just kingdom talk but kingdom demonstrated and I'm so blessed that you went out there. You know, there's there's so many in your generation, bro, that I'm thankful for, you know, that you guys are speaking back, pushing back. You know, I, I think of uh, I forget the young man's name. He's only 27 years old himself. He runs uh, MarcoPoloUSA.com. I would encourage everybody to go there. I would I would be careful, though, if you guys go there, you know, because there's a lot of things from um, might be from Biden's laptop. But these are young <laughs> men. These are young people yeah. who, who are really stepping up, you know, and Matt. 
it's so important that you do that because honestly, all we talked about the war and this war and that it's really a war in your generation. So I'm so glad that you're at the front of that and that you have the right heart about it, that we're not there to just curse the darkness, but we're there to turn the light on. Yep. Amen. And again, thank you for being a great representative of, of man of faith, man of God, and also to representing overflow and KXEX and uh, part of this segment. And that's it for. It's your new faces and breakers. Welcome back, family, man. I, I was uh, I, I feel like I say this all the time, but it's really different for me on this one. I want to introduce you to somebody that uh, just means so much to myself and Philville. It's a, a more than just a friend. Um, he's been with me, man, for ever. I can't remember. I can't remember how far back. I mean, it's it's not just the time, the amount of time that we've had together. It's all the things that we, you know, God has blessed us to do together and. Uh, I can honestly say this guy is one of the ones that I, is really like, I wouldn't be here without him. He's been such a tremendous help for myself, uh, in ministry, um, in, in life. But most importantly to me, this young man has been such a help and, and an impact to my family. This is someone who, uh, who's always supporting me, but his support was not just because he was supporting Loto. He was actually supporting Maria, uh, the sacrifices that he made was because he understood that Maria had a lot of responsibilities. We have the Fab Five, you know, five kids, you know, and Brandon has always looked out, you know, for 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 the kids. And I'll always be grateful for Brandon. I'm, I'm sure Philip has a whole list, you know, that he can go through. But I don't want to waste any more time. Uh, Brandon Daniels, welcome to the show, brother. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me. I really Great appreciate it. Thank, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Amen. So, so Brandon, uh, today, you know, we're talking about a few things. Uh, there is something that's very important for the family. You know, we're going to talk about a local issue that is just going on. This is why this is one of the reasons why we bought Brandon in. Uh, there's something going on uh, in, in our local city here that we definitely we've been talking about speaking up. We've been talking about speaking back. And uh, Brandon's one that's definitely stepped up and now he's pushing back. Brandon, can you tell us about what we're, what we're going to talk about today? Absolutely. We have a business that wants to build a dispensary in North Fresno, located in Pineau, California. Uh, this dispensary will be a thousand feet from an elementary school there and inside the community right next door to residential houses. And so I'm coming on here to raise the alarm that everybody mm. in Fresno and Clovis in the Central Valley should be alarmed by this. And we should definitely band together to fight it, to come against it. Um, this has no place in our communities. This has no place for our kids. This is not safe and we need to do everything we can to oppose it. Wow. And this is an elementary school? This is an elementary school that I work at. Um, I'm from Pinedale. I was, a, I was a child there. I moved there when I was real young. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm so blessed to be able to uh, work there now. Um, but yes, it's in the community. It's right next to an elementary school. Actually, the building is right next door to a house that they want to build. And by law, they need to have armed guards mm. at all times to protect the dispensary, both in and outside. Wow. Okay. So why, why is this so important to you? Yeah. Um, it's important to me. It should be important to everyone who lives in Fresno and Clovis, California, because if you allow this to happen in Pinedale, uh, your local school is next because our child, our children's safety is dependent on them being able to get a good education and be able to live without fear of guns and violence in their community and near their school. This is interesting, right? Because, you know, you pointed out I, the whole gun thing. That should tell you something, right? Yeah. If they need to have a gun, then it needs to be nowhere near a school. 
Yes, it's it's that dangerous. But then when you bring up this, you know, the, the crowds that for it, they'll say, well, we have to have it. It's in the laws. It's in it's in the books. I don't know. I think that makes it even more concerning. Why is it so important that they actually had to make laws about it? Yeah, absolutely. They need to have uh, they have to work in cash only. Um, wow. Uh, and so they're, they're they're transferring high levels of cash on a regular basis. I believe this company Embark has uh, made over 100 million dollars last year that they reported. Oh, okay. And so that that that's a false promise they're making is that they're going to invest that money back into the community when that's absolutely false. You're going to have their their own words between three to 500 uh, patrons frequenting their establishment in cash uh, in the community during school hours. And uh, that's unacceptable. That, that should be nowhere near a school um, anywhere. So, and, and then we're, we're also talking about the location of it where it's so close to the school and it probably doesn't have to be that close to the school, does it? Absolutely. Anyone that knows Fresno, they know Blackstone. They know the shopping center we have in North Fresno. Uh, you want to build something like that, build it across the street, across Blackstone. You don't build it on the side where we have kids, single parents, uh, families walking every day to go around and to, to get by school. It's completely inappropriate for it to be in a residential area. And I might add, there's a dispensary uh, one mile to the west and less than a mile to the east of where they're wow. projected to build. It's uh, inappropriate and um, it's it's setting, setting up yeah. the groundwork for something very dangerous for our students. Yeah, we see those students walking around. I've driven by there, and oh and yeah, I was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know they hang out after school. All the they time. they linger. They go get something to eat at the at the corner store. Absolutely. And so when they're walking around, and and those types of dispensaries, if you been by drove by some of them, they attract a certain demo Absolutely. that they just loiter there and they they try to, you know, they it, they don't attract the most. Uh, uh, best people sometimes, you know what I mean? So, and absolutely. that's where the kids can be around. I can see that's, why you're taking a stand. Absolutely. So, I mean, I was one of those kids that I grew up with a single mom and I remember walking around Pinedale, you're going to your friend's house, knocking on the door. Just the other day I drove by, there are some students that I saw walking down the street with water guns. They look like they're about to go have a water gun fight. Can you imagine them walking by this place with these, uh, firearm lookalikes walking right in this parking lot where there's going to be firearms there. This just sets the groundwork for a, a misunderstanding that should never be present in a child's life ever. Yeah. Can you, and can you imagine so many different scenarios? Like if the kids, if, if, and God forbid they have cash, who's That's maybe they hand that cash to somebody else. And hey, can you get me something? Yeah. And it, cause it's just right there. The opportunity would yeah. never be there. If this, if this location is, does not have a dispensary there, kids need a safe, healthy place to grow. And this doesn't need to happen. This needs to be uh, set it up somewhere else, but this is a residential area. Uh, kids aren't even going to be allowed to go outside because par common sense parents are going to say, we live on this street across the street from that dispensary. You're not going to ride your bike outside. What if, a, what if a yeah. bullet goes off? Brandon, you said that you grew up there, bro. Let's be honest. We're talking about kids. I've been a kid. You've been a kid. I, I, your mom tells you, hey, don't go right over there. What, what, what do you think is going to happen? Most she goes likely? to work, man. I'll be over there. Yes. And then how many times do we climb into things to see what this is about and that about? And yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I, I joked around. I mean, when I was younger, we would have um, me and my friends would try and get on the roof at the school, you know, and the cops yeah. would drive by. We'd jump off. We'd be so scared. It was so funny and so exciting. And I could just imagine with yeah. armed guards of kids see, seeing what's going on and wanting to hop the fence and, hey, what's going on? What's what's happening? Not safe for our kids. They're deaf. I would be one of those kids to get myself in trouble fooling around with, around something like that. A lot of the other adults I know are not happy about that. A lot of parents are not happy about that. And, and the fight that's taking place yeah. to get to pass it so they could. What took mm -hmm. place with that? Yeah, so I'm not an expert in it, but I do know that this is located in zone two. And there's a group of people that, that um, 
heard both sides of this and they voted to conditionally approve it. Now we are on Thursday, June 22nd and tomorrow, June 23rd, the, uh, they're going to be taking another vote to approve it. So it's been conditionally approved. And um, there's a group of, there's a group of people in Pinedale uh, led by Richard Amparano, a pastor there, Linda Amparano, Lori Garcia, and some other people who live there who are organizing everything. Um, actually, today at 530, they're going to be organizing a protest at the location. And it's because they want to sound the alarm. It's not appropriate for kids to be around this kind of a danger. What is it that people can do? Those who want to stand with you, those who want to push things like this back, what are some of the things that you would advise them to do? Absolutely. So everyone needs to call their their council members, their personal council members, and say that if this goes to a vote before the city council, they want them to oppose it um, because that that that's what it might come down to. Before that, what you can do is you can email public comments mm. planning at fresno.gov, ccrobert.holt at fresno.gov. You could put in the subject line CPU, conditional use permit, CPU application number P23. Zero zero eight zero one, okay, and you could just state that you are opposed to this um, dispensary being placed near homes. The address is going to be seven three six three North Blackstone, and uh, so you guys can send that um, there um, and just yeah contact the city council members, mm -hmm. uh, let them know that you are against this, that you stand against it, and if we're going to allow this to happen in that community at Pinedale, then. Uh, in no time, it'll be in your community. It'll be where your kids go to school. It'll be your kids. Now, you know, by the time that this drops, some of this, these things might have uh, taken place. In the case that they do pass, I believe that there's an appeal time or how does that yeah, work? Yeah, if this passes, I'm no expert, but if this passes, it's going to go to appeal. And I believe the, the city council is going to be able to take a vote on it. So that's why I was saying, depending on when this comes out, um, there's there's any time you decide to reach out to your city council members and tell them to oppose this, this is appropriate. Now I watched the hearing live and these people um, right after they got done with Pinedale about what the, the, the business benefit this dispensary has, they uh, were speaking to a business that wanted to open a liquor license uh, in a nice area of, zo of zone two. And they were concerned about the kids. Mm. Well, how, how are you going to keep the kids wow. away from the alcohol? Yeah. Uh, this is, this is public record. You know, you can look at the hearing. Um, what are you guys going to do to keep the kids away? What are you, how are you guys going to do this? How are we going to ensure okay. kids don't access yeah. this uh, uh, alcohol? Um, but just a short time before that, when we're talking about marijuana in a dispensary, um, they're just uh, prioritizing the business, the benefits, the, the financials, and they're not prioritizing our kids, uh, me, yeah. uh, you know, when I was a kid, um, my, our community's kids. And that's, um, they, they let us down. And that's Man. why I'm speaking up against this. That's why we have um, so many people that are trying to find any way they can to be a part of this. Yes, thank you so much, bro. Thank you for doing that. Everybody, make sure that you send those emails in. Who's the council member here? Uh, in this area, it's Mike Carabasi. Mike Carabasi. That's in zone two, yeah. Let's make sure that we let uh, Mike Carabasi how we feel about these things and let him know that this can, uh, you know, cause us to be uh, supportive in, in his next term or not supportive. I think everybody understands what I'm saying. Well, let me just jump in. Luis yeah. Chavez is my representative, too. And yes. I, I def, I've reached out and, and he needs to um, stand against his dispensary. Yeah, that's mm. good. And so if it goes to the city council, the Fresno City Council, and they pass it, can the mayor then veto it? I don't that? know about that. Yeah, okay. um, we'll find out, bro. I'm so glad, Brandon, that, that you really stepped up in this way, man. 
Uh, I think you're you're a fantastic person to to get ahead of this. Uh, I know that you're going to be in contact with other city leaders. You'll be on the, you know, other platforms. Uh, Brandon, for those that want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Yeah, you could just reach me on social media, Brandon Daniels, uh, Facebook. I'm I'm accessible there. Um, Instagram, I'm accessible there. Brandon Daniels, you could reach me on that. Awesome. Thank you so much, bro. You know, it was uh, it, it's awesome to have you on here, especially for this subject, bro, because this area, it, it's not just another area for you. You you touched on it a little bit as you're talking. Uh, this actually is, is a historic place for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, my father passed away when I was eight years old. And my family was kind of left in a very um, vulnerable position. And so my mom moved from Los Angeles with her five kids so that we could live with with my great grandmother uh, while we got stable. And so my great grandma, my great grandmother actually uh, built two houses in Pinedale, um, wow. rent, rented one, lived in one. And so um, she graciously uh, at her old age welcomed uh, her granddaughter with her five kids into the home. And I think the, the day after, two days later, I, I, I enrolled at the local school Pinedale as a third grader. Uh, I started going there. Um, and that that the, the community of Pinedale was a safe haven for me because uh, coming from Los Angeles, where it was so big and so dangerous, even though you have so much uncertainty in Pinedale, people look out for each other there. Mm. There is a sense of community. Um, no matter the kind of uh, negative things that happen there, people look out for each other. People look and people want to uh, support each other. So that's that's where I grew up. I grew up going to the Pinedale Boys and Girls Club, the Pinedale Community Center. I was always at the Pinedale Elementary School. Uh, a funny story is I remember on a Saturday morning I was at the school and an um, uh, old lady approached me and invited me to church. And I graciously said, no, I, I don't want to do that. I don't mm. want to go there. And she's like, well, there's going to be donuts. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll be there. So I show up at 7 o'clock in the morning on wow. Sunday in the, in the Pindo cafeteria. And I'm like, hey, where are the donuts? And they're like, oh, that's after service at about 11 a.m. So I have to sit through the whole service. Um, well played. God, well played. Yeah, God bless them. And, and, yeah. and so when I think about Pindo, I think about, you know, it's somewhere where I, 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 in the cafeteria at the local school, I heard about Jesus Christ, you know, and I was exposed to uh, great role models, uh, Pastor Richard Lyndon Alperano, wow. who they mentored the community. And, mm. and I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know who's going to hear this, but I, I, I took advantage of them. I would knock on their door at any time of the day, any day of the week. They'd open their door and let me in. I don't want all the kids to run to their house and start knocking <laughs> on the door. But yeah. I, I sometimes I just wanted to play basketball in, in the yard. They had a basketball hoop, and I would and I would wow. just show up and start doing it. Um, if I needed some money, I could I could I ask to cut the pastor's lawn, and he he'd pay me. And it was where like this sense of community was built, this this place for safety to be built. And so that's why Pinedale means so much to me. I'm so fortunate that now I get to teach there. I'm 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 that's such a blessing. Wait, say that again? Uh, yeah, I'm a teacher there. I've been teaching there for a couple of years now. Praise God. Yeah, special education teacher. And so being able to pour back into the kids yes. and, and being able just to be there and and um, I, I count my blessings every day because uh, the people that pour yeah. into me, I get to turn around and pour back into other people. And so I'm, I'm blessed. I, I'm very blessed. And and that's why we need to fight for that area. That's why we need to come yeah. and stand against it and say, you know, um, uh, we're not going to allow people to come in and manipulate our kids for money. And I was that kid. And so yeah, uh, it's right. personal to me. Yeah. It's very personal. Just like it'd be personal for anybody. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't live in Pindo anymore, but that's still personal. It's always going to be personal to yes. me. And so uh, I'm going to continue to speak out. I'm going to continue to 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 be loud and to uh, um, do whatever I have to do to make sure that the city knows we're not going to be quiet about this. Amen. Yeah. You know, family, now we see why Brandon is so passionate about this. That's what I was, yeah, exactly. Passionate. He's very passionate. Yes. And literally, you, you know, you and I had known him for years, as mm -hmm. you were saying, and, and 
we're youth leaders at the youth group at Cornerstone and, and we've seen you grow up in, in, as a teenager. Yeah. And I love that when we have many conversations, um, you would say that people maybe have counted you out, you know, because, you know, you're one of those kids. You had a lot of energy, very enthusiastic. I was very annoying. <laughs> very annoying. Talk too much. Um, yeah. And I now get paid to talk. Oh, yes, yes. And and to tell kids what to do. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so, yeah, I talk too much. And so, again, that's why we're going to continue to talk about these issues. Yes. Um, And I'm not going to stop about it. Just just real quick, bro. Just real quick. I I really want to, I want, Phil, if you could get that scripture ready. Yep. And, 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 and Brandon, you mentioned earlier that you lost your father at such an early age. So I think you're the right person to ask something like this. Uh, I don't want to miss this opportunity. I want to ask Philip to read uh, Psalms, a verse from the Bible, Psalms 68, verses 5 and 6, or, or just 5. It's up to you, bro. Okay. All right. Uh, and, 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 and then uh, and if you could, just respond to the verse. A father of the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy habitation. God sets solidarity in families. He brings out those who are bound into his prosperity. But the rebellious dwell in the dry land. Yeah, um, you know, you know, I get emotional about uh, that scripture because, um, you know, I think every boy needs a father. You know, and I didn't have that growing up, and you, you gentlemen have been uh, have filled filled that 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 spot in my life uh, from time to time, and uh, that's something that I've I've you know yearned for, and something that that continues to take me back to the cross. It continues to remind me like that. God, you are my heavenly father and you will supply all my needs. And you have never seen God's people forsaken, begging for bread. And I'm, I've done very well in life and I'm going to continue to do very well. And I, I say that not to brag, but just to point to God's goodness and God's holiness that, um, yeah, I didn't have a father, you know, and, and, and that breaks my heart, you know, but, um, I, I'm, I'm going to cling to the cross. I'm going to cling to Christ and I'm going to submit to him. And I know he'll make my path straight. He'll provide that counsel to me. He'll send the people in the right time to be able to be that for me. But I have a responsibility. It's not about what was me, Brandon, and what I've had to go through and what I've been through. Um, I need to turn around now. And I know that there are kids that are in my situation, if not worse. And I need to be able to have the the, the ability to reach my hand out to them to be able to say, I, I'm going to stand in the gap I'm going to be the one of the people that Nehemiah talked about in the Bible. I'm going to restore the broken things in this world. Um, it's not someone else's responsibility. That's not pastor's responsibility. That's not the governor's responsibility. It's my responsibility. And it's your responsibility to speak up and to do whatever you can to be there for those who are fatherless or those who are widows and those who have uh, been down and out. Amen, bro. Wow. You know, yeah. like I mentioned earlier, family, the Brandon has such a, a, a such a special place in our in our lives, in our family, and even ministry. If if I had to rebuild lots of ministries from bottom up in a person, I point to this guy right here. I point to this guy. He's everything that that we prayed for. He's there, you know, just w- what he's doing and all that, you know. And it's only because of his heavenly Father. I thank God that we got to play a role as far as you know being earthly role models and all that. And and and, and I feel a twinge of almost regret, you know, because. Brandon, I I, th- I think I told you this before, but man, I'm I know your father is just smiling, and yes. if he could be here, man, I'm I know he would just waterfall on you with 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 just father's pride, you know, and just man, brother, you're such a a great example 
uh, you, uh, Philip, uh, pointed out, you know, you've overcome some things. So, you know me, bro. You, you know me. It's, you know, I'm about putting people on the spot, you know, and, and grabbing moments, you know, and sink or swim. Brandon, if you could look at the camera, I'm sure there's a lot of Brandons out there, bro. Would you mind uh, just saying something to them before we wrap this up? Yeah, I'll say that you're good enough. You have what it takes to be what God made you to be. It may be scary. There may be times where you feel like the moment's too big for you. You may think about all the things that can go wrong. But trust God. Walk in your confidence that you're doing what you need to be doing. And that's in anything, getting through college, pursuing your spouse, being the father maybe that you never had, going the extra mile, whether you're a janitor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a construction worker, whether you're uh, flipping burgers, uh, whether you're a council member, uh, do what you know you have to do and do it unto the Lord and everything's going to work out. Phil, I don't know how to respond to that, bro. That's powerful stuff, bro. Man, that's, that's so much. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, a dear friend of ours uh, for many years, a family. We get together for barbecues and Parties, parties, Easter's, and and now you're a father of two. Yeah, father of two, man. I'm spoiled. I'm definitely spoiled, man. I tell you that. <laughs> Great kids. Yeah, I got some wonderful kids, man. Avery and what do you call him, brother? Now I Brand call him brother. Bra- yeah. So yes. my son's Brandon, and um, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up in a Hispanic household, but Fresno, very Hispanic. So right away, my wife said, "I'm not calling him Junior. We're not doing that." I don't <laughs> and so I said, "Yeah, no, we're just. Call- I don't know what we're calling, him, but I want to. You know, my dad named my my older brother mm-hmm. after him, and I wanted to honor my father by carrying that tradition. Awesome. And so, uh, you know, he popped out, and uh, everything's healthy. And then I don't <laughs> yeah. know, it just kind of fit. You know, I know. Popped out, yeah, yeah, I know. Loto's uh, Loto's son is mm-hmm. also also Loto, and they call him brother. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up, you know, hey brother, man, you know, can you yep. do this for me? Hey brother, how you doing? And so in our house, it just stuck, you know. And and I look at that as a way to honor Loto and oh, uh, the man you, he's been. Bro. In my life, and so uh, we call our son brother when he's at home. Um, and we call him Brandon, and that's good. We're good with that. And he loves Maria. Yeah, he does. Wait, wait. Hey, hey, he comes to me too. Like, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maria and Philip probably his favorite people actually, yeah, so because of all the candies, bro. Yeah. That he doesn't get to you know yeah. get otherwise, you know. But man, praise God, bro. Just you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, bro. I, I'm just sitting here and uh, and. I, I think everybody's surprised that I'm speechless because everybody knows I can definitely drop some words and all that. But Brandon, you're such a blessing, brother. Uh, we're so God proud of you, man, that that you really stepped up. But just the man that you have become, uh, the hu- husband that you are and at the father. I love you the way that you love your kids, bro. It, it's so awesome. It's great to see you just, you know, uh, how you're fathering them and everything like that. But Thank you so much, bro, for coming on the show, man, and uh, talking about this very important issue. Family, we need to get behind this. Uh, we're going to do this. Like we said, we're not just going to sit around anymore. We're going to step up. We're going to, you know, push back, you know, and I'm so glad that uh, we got to show that today. In honor of fathers, and we uh, Father's Day recently passed, mm-hmm. and we celebrate, and you are now a father. Okay, yeah. so we have the top five uh, kind of funny gifts that dads have received right so there's one called uh, number five we have dad fuel energy drink help your dad keep up with his busy schedule by giving him the silly dad fuel energy drink complete with a personalized label this is like a father's day gift (laughs) 
Fathers, you need to get this. <laughs> is this is this the gift list? Okay. All right. Moving moving forward. Yeah, it sounds like something, sounds yeah. like something a father would get. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. Yes, believe that. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And this one, okay, number four, grills a surgeon barbecue apron. If your dad is a grill master, this apron will with the grill surgeon print. Oh, grill sergeant. Oh, girl, thank is you. Is it sergeant? <laughs> if you say it again, yes, sergeant. Yes, okay. There oh, you go. not surgeon. I thought it was surgeon. Like yeah, after yeah. you eat too much and you go into a diabetic <laughs> coma, then the surgeon part would take, but I was wrong. It's, no, that's actually a better gift. And there we go right there. Yeah, yeah grill surgeon. Yeah, when you okay. pick up barbecue sauce, you get your insulin pen and you can kind of handle your life. There he goes. You're so, okay, that's uh, better. Yeah, yeah grill surgeon. Surgeon now, grill not surgeon. surgeon. Yeah, yeah patent. Okay. That's patent, verbal okay. patent agreement. Hey, there we go. Got to ask uh, Chat GPT how to make a business plan out of that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, number three, dad bod fanny pack. Embrace the dad bod phenomenon with this belly like fancy pack that adds a wow. humorous twist to his style. That was a gift. I I, I probably need that one right there. Okay, Brandon, and you guys will probably need that because you guys need the belly. I wouldn't, bro. So yeah, that's kind of a. a- no, I read it. Like I thought it was one. for it's the belly, so it's extra. Oh, to cover it. Yeah, it's I five thought it was to X. give you a belly. That's a dumb Ooh, gift. Oh, wow. Dumb gift. Gift. Yeah, yeah, we do the. We gotta go back to the gym. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't be don't be bad children. Don't see that. That's why I'm not yeah, about yeah. the dad, but I'm all about the uh, the father figure. Father figure. Yeah, father figure. I, I, I told the boys. I say, look, just, man. Because, you know, you guys know they're all athletes. Like, hey, man, it takes yeah. you guys a year or two to get that six-pack. It takes a lifetime to get the family. Uh, it looks like a father. Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people call it the kegger, but we'll keep it G on the show. Father figure. You better yes. figure it out. Yeah. Okay. And uh, number two, world's okay is dad mug. Wow. That's why, we have a fa- that's why we have a fatherlessness issue in this country. Yeah, give your dad. children are just... These gifts, right? Okay, it's dad. Yeah, no. They make them the dads of uh, the the pun of every joke, right? On mm. the Simpsons and all these other other sitcoms. Yeah, and number one, dad joke loading, dad joke loading t shirt. Let everyone know that your dad's joke game is always on point with this funny t shirt. I, I think we should stop talking bad about dad jokes. I mean, yeah. I just saw a video on YouTube of a, of a group of dads that went to a school where there were tons of fights. Police were called. And how did they solve this issue? Yes. They solved it by fathers going in, standing in the gap and telling dad jokes to get wow. kids back to class. So I support this shirt. I, I think that's the good number one <laughs> dad <laughs> shirt gift. I think there's a difference of uh, dad jokes or dad being the joke. Yeah, that, yeah, don't mm. be the joke. Yeah, yeah no, right. No, no. Oh, you know, I gotta throw. Speaking of dad jokes, here's a, here's a couple little uh, jokes to see if you can figure these out. What do you call a fish wearing a crown? Tuna, sushi, King Neptune, King. Wow, Neptune. Uh, dad, joke. dad joke. Yeah, dad joke. Dad joke. Why did the scarecrow win an award? Because he was an outstanding in his field. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Where's one more? Why don't skeletons fight each other? They don't have the guts. Wow. Somebody help well, me. That's it no, our... no. There's one more. Oh, really? What do you call a bear with no teeth? Uh, uh. a gummy bear. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, lots of for our dad jokes, but uh, you know, Brandon, thank you again for being on. Great conversation about yes. fatherhood and and the fatherless. Just yeah. uh, anything you want to say before we, we close here? No, man. I just want to say I appreciate you guys. I appreciate um, you guys giving me this time and hanging out with you guys. It's always been fun. Thank you guys for watching and uh, being a part of this. And 
uh, yeah, let's continue to uh, fellowship. Let's continue to fight yes. for our city and uh, stand for the kids. All right. I want to echo that. Thank you for, for following, watching, hearing, and don't forget to smash that subscribe and follow mm-hmm. button in all our different channels here. And thank you for being part. And God has some great things in store in the future Amen. for all of us here. And thank you for being part of Overflow EXC podcast. Love, Love y'all. Lord bless. Lord bless. Keep the love of Lord Jesus. Believe Hit me up on Facebook. I'm going to. I'm going to replace my greeting with that on the phone. (laughs) You've been listening to Overflow, the extended conversation, obliterating social norms, and overrunning the cultural corrosion with righteous rhetoric and common sense. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on social media at Overflow EXT. Lord bless, and we'll see you next time on Overflow, the extended conversation.